My life hasn't been what you probably think it has. We all have our struggles. Have you ever been in love? A long, long time ago. You? So many times. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> You are listening to Don't Be That Guy, Guy to Sequel Remix. This is episode 332. I'm Marquis Mike. Happy holidays, Mark. Happy holidays. And to the to listeners. To you. Happy holidays. You got your Christmas hat on? Your Santa hat? Um, You know, once Christmas ends, I just pack it all up. Oh, gotcha. Yeah, you already took I'm the tree down. The yeah, yeah, tree down. We're ready to go. Pack it all up. Let's start 2021. You know, once uh, the bell rings in 2021, all this bad stuff in 2020, it goes away. Yeah, I mean, that's a that I hope so. I, I mean, hear we, no we, more we uh, celebrities die. When, you know, the election was ended. We thought all the bad stuff would go away, but yeah. we elected the wrong person, I guess. But. Yeah, no, now it's uh, <laughs> yeah. Next time, you know, the, the next celebrity over the age of uh, 90 dies, we don't have to say, oh, 2020, why? Yeah. Hits just keep on coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, this is the worst year. Well, I'll tell you why it was the worst year for me, Mark. Because there's a holiday tradition I have. I don't eat a lot of candy. Uh-huh. Christmas time, I eat more candy, obviously, like everybody. But there's a specific candy. Uh, they're called Butterfinger, Butterfinger Jingles or Butterfinger Bells. I couldn't find them in any store this year. I probably looked in half a dozen stores. And so, fuck you, 2020. Yeah. And just to clarify, in case there's any listeners still listening uh, who didn't just turn it off when I said, when I sarcastically said, oh, the worst year. 2020 probably is the worst year. Uh, I, I I just don't think because Sean Connery died, it's the that that's what makes it the worst year. No, no. I mean, I think that, the pandemic and all that stuff, you know, skyrocketing unemployment and social injustice, all that stuff contributes to it it's just you know when you see a guy in his 90s die then you, you the reaction is oh thanks a lot 2020 or man yeah. 2020 why don't you give it a break it's like well I, I guarantee you 2021 we may all get vaccinated we may all get a job we may all find all the happiness in the world somebody old is going to die yeah we're we're gonna lose another old celebrity yeah there, there will be someone that, that you really enjoy music entertainment something and they will unfortunately pass away and it will it will suck because we enjoyed them but it's it's not the year's fault but at least maybe next year you get to watch the immor memoriam and the academy awards yeah at least that'll be yeah. <laughs> yeah. at least that'll be yeah uh, yep there. 2020 was a tough one on everybody for some reason or another mm-hmm. i mean even that guy like who's got all the money in the world Perfectly healthy, doesn't know anyone to get COVID, hasn't, won't get COVID, but big time old school Bond fan. Yeah. I mean, maybe this is, that is what makes it the worst year for him. Yeah, this hit him hard. Hit him hard. Yep. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, that's well, that. We're into the holidays. Yeah. New Year's coming. Outside of uh, watching your, your, uh, your, your death pool for the year, uh, what have you been watching? Oh, man. I actually, so I got some I got some some hits and some misses here, Mark. Let's start with the biggest miss. So we we wanted to watch some holiday movies, like you know, because that's yeah. time here to do that. 
And so are like, hey, you know, let's check out something we've never seen. Someone told us about it. So we, we fired yeah, it yeah. up. Really, only the only time of year you should watch a Hollywood movie. I think you're a crazy person if you watch the Santa Claus in July. Yeah, I I, I agree. I agree. Yeah, keep keep it seasonal. Yeah, <laughs> I I think you can get away with it, and we we'll we'll talk about it. I'm sure, but for another movie. But uh, so we 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 watched this watched in quotation the Steve Martin movie called Mixed Nuts. Oh, I do not. Is this new? Is this a new no. movie? This is Steve Martin with with uh, brown hair. Oh, uh, 19, old 19, old Martin. Yeah, 1994. I mean, even then he may have died it for this. He's had yeah, he's been wearing a wig for a long time. But uh, but man, uh, we couldn't finish it. It's terrible, and it's kind of like a it's kind of like a super cast. It's got everybody under the sun is in this movie. And I'd never heard of it, but it's a holiday movie called Mixed Nuts. Um, we we couldn't finish it. We couldn't. I think we got 20 minutes in. And we're, we both just like we got to turn this off. You know, um, I was listening to another podcast and they're talking about a, a different movie, but and they, they ran down the cast. They're like, oh, everyone's in this movie. This person, this person, this person. I never heard of it. And uh, the guy said, my wife said, if it has that many famous people in it and you never heard of it, it's probably not very good. Yeah. And you know, I think supercast movies tend to be kind of crappy yeah from, from well, especially, you know steve martin in 1994 like even like sergeant bilko is not very good but i know sergeant bilko like i, yeah. I you know roxanne you, you know you can name a lot bringing down the house you can name a lot of steve martin movies i had never heard of mixed nuts i had not either yeah, yeah. so yeah couldn't finish it all right it, so that's a pass on that's that. a pass yeah i would skip that um so instead we fired up what some people call a holiday classic and i'm I'm not that into this movie, um, but we made it through it. It is better than Mixed Nuts. Um, we watched the 2003 Elf with, uh, what's his name? Farrell? Will, 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 Will Ferrell. Farrell. Yeah, Will Ferrell. Yeah. Uh, Lil, Lil Will Ferrell. You and know, I, yeah. I don't get it. I don't get why people are love that movie so much. That's the one for me that I'm like, it's, a, so I, I've said this when we did Christmas Chron, you know, we did two shows in the month of December. And I was saying that, you know, really, there's like three good Christmas movies and the rest of them are just OK. And then some are really bad. Yeah. Elf, I was just I was OK. But being around this month, it's like, oh, no, people throw Elf in like, no, that's one of the good ones. Yeah, it's it's like the tradition. Like, oh, we watch Elf. Like, yeah. It's like, eh. uh, you know, I haven't seen it in years. It's probably been know, five, maybe maybe 10 years since I've seen Elf. I mean, 2010, maybe, but uh, it's not one I ever had the urge to go back to. Though I did watch Netflix has that um, that series, the movies that um, uh, the movies that made us. Have you ever dipped into that series? No, I haven't. Uh, yeah, so they've done like Home Alone, Die Hard. Um, they did two for Christmas, uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, and Elf. And so I did watch the documentary uh, just because you know I like that behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. Um, and that was interesting. It kind of made me want to watch Elf again, but. Um, yeah, Elf's not one of those like I thought like oh I gotta watch Elf. It's Christmas time. Yeah, it's it's but you're right. It's a perfectly it's serviceable but yeah. not a so, time so as classic. On a on a reviewing, it was just just okay again. Yeah, yeah, I would say just okay again. It's probably only the second time I've seen it. Yeah. Um, 
the force perspective like if you do ever dip into that documentary it, the cool part is is that uh, will ferrell being big and all the other people being small is like forced perspective with the camera and so it is very cool how they, they show you behind the scenes of like when papa elf is riding the bike with will, will ferrell like how they set up that shot they're both in the shot and they just will ferrell's closer to the camera and um uh, who plays his dad uh, Bob uh, Newhart. Bob Newhart. Yeah. 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 So he's on the bicycle, but he's you know they they built a bicycle where he can sit five feet back. Yeah, that's I like seeing that movie magic kind of stuff. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So. Uh, so after Elf, well, not necessarily after Elf, but then I watched uh, Noir Alley, still running strong. Mm. Um, 1947 movie called Kiss of Death, and man, what a cool movie it's it's about this uh guy he gets out of prison he's trying to set his life straight but he just gets like pulled back in um and it and it is it is really cool i highly recommend it to anybody and and it's a really kind of a cool uh kind of a cool thriller too and it really has good pacing and moves right along so yeah kiss of death 1947 that was awesome um and then i you know my classic Christmas movie, which I agree is just a serviceable movie, but for me, I really enjoy it. I, I watched Home Alone and still, like, laugh my butt off. Um, we hit up Bad Santa. That's a classic in our household. Little anti-hero, raunchy Christmas movie, I guess. Uh, then, of course... Everyone's favorite, Die Hard. Yeah. And I think this People is one where, and we've talked about this movie a million times on whether it's a Christmas movie or not. I don't care if it is or not. I watch during Christmas. But I think if you watch this in the middle of summer, that's totally cool too. Yeah. There are, I think, if I, off the top of my head, I think you can watch Die Hard in the middle of summer. I think Home Alone's a movie you can throw on any time. Yeah, that yeah, I could yeah, that'd be a good anytime movie. Yeah. Um Nightmare Before Christmas? Is that a Halloween movie? Is that a Christmas movie? That's a good hybrid film. That's one you can watch in October. And then maybe even Bad Santa. I mean, it takes place in Arizona. There's not a lot of snow. <laughs> That's true. That's yeah. true. There are there are a few. Yeah. Um Yeah. I Here's a challenge. So, okay, you know how, okay, so Die Hard, Christmas movie, but it's also an action movie. Maybe perhaps one of the great action movies. Bad Santa, Christmas movie, but also raunchy comedy. And uh, a heist movie. And a heist movie. Uh, I saw there's this new, you know, Mel Gibson movie, Fat Man. It looks like a, like a Christmas thriller, perhaps. Uh, and then, of course, you have a horror, a ton of horror Christmas, Krampus, uh, Black yeah, Christmas. Yeah, yeah, those are popular, yeah. Is there... A Christmas noir. And could you discover it by next Christmas? Well, um, that's interesting. I know, like, um, uh, Kiss of Death actually takes place on Christmas Eve, the opening. Oh. So, maybe. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there there are a lot of, there are a lot of film noir set on or around Christmas. Uh-huh. Um, but... What do they classify as a holiday noir? I don't know. Yeah. 
I don't know. Maybe reindeer games? Just joking. Just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, definitely a Christmas movie. <laughs> Christmas uh, neo- neo-noir, re- reindeer game. Yeah, it's as much as a, <laughs> you know, much as a Christmas movie as um, uh, Christmas with the Cranks. Yeah. Yep. That's really my, when people are, you know, people, hey, what's your favorite Christmas movie? People are like, Die Hard. Die Hard takes place Christmas Eve at a Christmas Eve party. He says, ho, 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 jingle balls play, a lot of Christmas music. Man reunites with his family. And then people are like, that's not a Christmas movie. It's like, fine, go watch Christmas at the Craigs then. Because you're all this exclusivity. Christmas movie has a lot of shit in it. If I was really riding for Christmas movies, I would take, I would be taking all the good movies I can, I could take to balance yeah. out surviving Christmas and Christmas with the Cranks. That's exactly right. You you have to do what you can to make it bearable. Because when you start throwing out Die Hard, it's like, man, you, you're really scraping the bottom of the well after you get after you get through for like five movies. You're like, well, I, you know, you want to keep it up all December long. It's like, ah. If you just want to watch the Lifetime Network exactly. the whole month of December, go ahead, but you're fucked. Yeah, like, yeah exactly. You can watch those all those made-for-TV Christmas movies all you want, but they're all shit. They're all garbage. Yeah. <laughs> well, that leads up to Home Alone 2. Oh, okay. So, I did, still, you, did you do the double feature? Uh, I, I didn't double – I didn't back-to-back, but it was probably yeah. like back-to-back nights. Um, and I watched that because I had to stay up really late uh, one night working on some uh, – I was smoking some meats that were taking a little longer than I thought. And I so I was kind of babysitting my food. And I'm like, well – I'll just throw it. I was just up by myself. I'm like, yeah, late night, Home Alone 2. Uh, that scene where he's throwing those bricks off that building, man, I was still laughing so hard. I, I, I just love that scene because it is just absurd. Um, <laughs> Has Mitch watched... ever done the Home Alone episode? Of just how many times those guys would have died? Who, ha- who has what show? Wait, Mythbusters. What? Oh, they like to ruin stuff. Like they do like to ruin stuff. Yeah. I just want to see him set up the uh, the um, the skeleton with the gel all around it, and then throw oh brick yeah, at it. huck bricks at it. Yeah, and then the slow motion impact of of the brick breaking the jelly. <laughs> and then of course we'd have to get some mathematical equation on like the odds of of a, a nine year old being able to huck a brick and hit you know the same spot. Yeah. Five times in a row or whatever. Real nerd shit. People yeah. love that show though. They do, man. They that I hate that show. I, I never liked it. Always have. <laughs> uh, and then I watched a 1945 film noir classic called Detour. Probably one of the most well-known film noirs. It kind of set the standard on well, one what you can do with the, with the short budget, um, and it's kind of everywhere. It's been remastered recently. By like the Smithsonian Film Institute or Academy or you know whichever one does a lot of those old classic um, remasters, uh, and that that movie still holds up. I've seen that one probably four or five times. Man, I love that movie. Um, and then I hit a real classic mark, and I'm gonna put a little spoiler alert out there. Uh, so if you have not seen Top Gun, I'm about nope. to spoil it. Okay. I watched Top Gun, still kicks absolute ass, and I got to say, Mark, no matter how many times I watch that movie, Goose always dies. Uh, you you I, don't I, want I, it. You hope it's different. Yeah, I, I, I want it to be different every time I watch it, but every time he dies. And 
it's just it just gets you it gets you every time watch out for the canopy yeah how the hell is he supposed to watch out for the canopy maverick like, yeah you're just going what kind of warning is that all he's doing is pulling the thing he can't help where the canopy is he can't steer himself out of the airplane yeah anyway it's like crossing that, a war zone be like hey watch out for bullets <laughs> that movie is fucking awesome still by the way and I am so I'm still really stoked for the new one whenever that happens, and we'll uh, get it sometime 2021. Yeah, but man, I had that I had the volume cranked up. I had I got a new I got the newest Blu-ray remastered. Um, I'm gonna have to get a 4K TV just to watch Top Gun in 4K. I think they released the 4K. Yeah, uh, it's I got the 4K and it's okay. Yeah. It's got the it's got the Blu-ray in it too, you know. And, yeah. Um, but uh, gosh, what a great film! What a great film! Um, but yeah, that's that's what I've been watching. A lot of Christmas stuff, and 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 we've been watching some shows too. Oh, I'd like to mention we we have been watching that HBO Max show, The Flight Attendant. Okay, yeah, and that's really cool. I really enjoy. It. I'm enjoying it. I I recommend people check it out. It's kind of a dark comedy, psychological thriller. Pretty pretty cool. Pretty cool little. Little uh, kind of a kind of an original kind of take on a show. I really enjoy it, and yeah. and dare I say maybe the best opening credits in an HBO show. I know that's I know that's good reaching, but man, they're good. They're uh, really they've good. had some good ones. I mean, the, those the True Detective opening credits, Tony driving the Turnpike, yeah. um, you Game know. of Thrones. Uh, oh, Game West, of Thrones had a great Westworld one. Westworld has incredible intro, but I, I think this beats them all, Mark. I mean, if we're throwing in theme song too, I mean, The Wire, you know, how, how they mix it up every, every season. Yep, that's true. Um, yeah, and I, this one, it's a, it's an, it's an animated intro. Um, it's just, it's really cool to watch okay. it. It is, yeah, really, really cool, really cool, and good show, I think. So, what about you? What have you been checking out the last couple? Oh weeks? man, I watch. I've been staying up very late. I, I've been up. Uh, in the wee hours, and I just throw on movies. So I'm not gonna give these like major reviews, just kind of some movies I've rewatched. Um, watch Lost in Translation. Uh, I enjoy that movie. It always makes me want to go to Japan. Uh, is that the Bill Murray? That's Bill Murray. He's like a Scarlett actor who's, who's he's doing like a commercial, and yeah, I meet Scarlett Johansson. She's kind of in this like new marriage she's not sure about, and then they just have like an adventure in Japan for like a week, and then they leave. That's the end of the movie. Yep, Spoiler. Yep. <laughs> Nothing really happens. It's just kind of like them in just hanging out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I watched Field of Dreams. Uh, that was a movie I was like, oh, I don't like Field of Dreams, and it was on. It's on um, the Peacock Network, so I threw it on, and rewatching. I was like, oh, I think I kind of like Field of Dreams. I love that movie. Yeah. Uh, did a rewatch of Knives Out. That's a movie I really, really enjoyed. And on the second viewing, even though I knew what happened, uh, it was still very fun. So good, uh, yeah. I love Daniel Craig. I, he he he's just hamming it up as Benoit Blanc, I, the entire supporting cast, and I think the way the mystery unfolds is, is very fun. You, you know, we've talked about how like Daniel Craig really is a great actor. Yeah. And if he didn't spend all this time, and I like his Bond movies, I really do. Uh-huh. But I, I feel like we're missing out on some really cool roles that he could have been doing instead of all this James Bond shit. Yeah, he's giving knives out, and then the other one I think of like like uh, Logan Lucky, yeah, where he's just kind of doing it, you know, he, he he's 
throwing on an accent. He's kind of just playing a different type of character. Yep. Uh, yeah, he's good. Uh, I don't know. This new Bond's supposed to come out one day, and then maybe I is that the last? That's what I heard about. Uh, that's what I, I heard about a, Spectre. That's what I heard had about. A five picture deal, okay. right? This will be five. So, yeah. 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 So then um, we'll see what he's on to next. I uh, did hear a podcast with Ryan Johnson. He said he uh, Knives Out Two is a go, uh, and he he's writing it, and I assume it will. Uh, um, I assume it'll, Daniel Craig will be in it. I. Unless it's just like a completely different movie, but I assume it'll be another adventure of uh, Benoit Blanc. Oh, that'll be cool. I, I hope they don't call it Knives Out 2. It did seem like the title, uh, he he did say in the interview, he knows what it will be called, but he would not tell the interviewer um, what the title is. But he cool. just referred to it as Knives Out 2. Well, that's but cool. But it doesn't sound that's, like that's what it's going to be. Yeah, but maybe some, some re- returning char- characters we love. Yeah. Um. Oh, not a holiday movie, but kind of feels like a holiday movie to me. Uh, I watched Uncle Buck, and oh uh, yeah, I love Uncle Buck. Uh, me too. John Candy is a delight, and just, I watched that threw that movie on. I was just like, yeah, Uncle Buck. This is a great movie. It's very funny. Uh, okay, and then um, oh, I also uh watched Whiplash again, and um. That's a great movie. J.K. Simmons um, is great in it, and I'm, I don't even like jazz, but the, that final like 15 minutes or however long that final scene is is great. The movie's just so tense. Even though I seen it before, I was like, oh man, it's still very tense. And then you get to that final scene, and it's great. Yeah, I'll have to revisit makes that you, one. Makes you I, I really enjoy that. I, I've always thought I should watch it again. Yeah. Yeah. Just, even on the rewatch, it's just uh, it, it's short too. It, it, it has a very short runtime. Um, which you know I'm always into. Uh, For sure, 100, yeah. 107 minutes, so it's at hour 47. That's a good. That's a good runtime, yeah. Oh, especially with some of the other things I've slogged through. Uh, <laughs> because not slogging, because um, I just finished this today. I started it five days ago, but I just finished it today. Uh, Tenant. Okay. I, I had quite an adventure with this, so I I watched the first hour three times. And then I only watched the last hour and a half once. Uh, I kept restarting the movie. Uh-huh. And I was like, well, I don't want to just pick up where I left off. I'm going to restart it from the beginning. So rewatching the first part three times, I feel like I got a good grasp. But I also have no idea what happened in the movie. But there's some pretty cool action sequences. Okay, okay. Um, I don't know if it's good. But the action sequences are very cool, as you can expect from like a Christopher Nolan movie. You know, uh, those are very fun. And I uh, here's an actor who uh, pencil me in as a fan of Robert Pattinson. I like that guy. I do too. I yeah. like Robert. Robert Pattinson, Pattinson is great. And then I like John David Washington. I'm excited to see more John David Washington. Um, yeah, so Tenet, it's it's available to watch finally for those who couldn't go to the cinema. So most everybody. Yeah. Yeah, is it on streaming or did you pick up the Blu-ray? I picked up the Blu-ray. Okay. Yeah, so I think you can. Uh, I think it's available to buy, so it should be uh, become available to rent here in a week or two. Right on. And then we'll see. We'll see if it. Sh- I imagine it's going to show up on HBO. It's a Warner Brothers movie, so I think it'll show up on HBO here in a month or so. 
And then he, my round of Christmas movies, uh, I got in Christmas Vacation. That's a classic. That's one to watch every year. Yeah, I think we've watched Christmas that sto- three times since Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oh, three <laughs> times. Wow. I think so. At least two and a half. We watched it twice beginning and one Thanksgiving day, one since then. I don't think I mentioned it. And then it was on like AMC one night. I watched like the middle half of it. You just one knows it's on. You're like, yeah, I'm going to stick yep. with it. it, it, it is a, it's a very good rewatchable because – I do feel like Christmas Vacation is just a it's just a series of scenes. Yeah, like there, there's the through story. Well, Christmas is easy. It's just like, oh, we just got to get to Christmas Day. But then there's the him getting his bonus. But outside of that, it's just here's him working on the lights. Here's him going sledding. Here's him, uh, you know, getting putting the tree up. Here's, you know, where the, the aunt and uncle from Florida show up. And you just get in the middle of that. It's like, yeah, this part's really funny. I know the part after this is going to be really funny, too. Yep, exactly, exactly. Yeah. Um, Christmas Story. That, that's one I I deem a classic. I was just like, oh, yeah, I, I forgot I, that I, I also watched that. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then I also watched Die Hard, Christmas classic. So I got the three classics out of the way. Um, and then the only other Christmas movie I watch, which on upon this rewatch, I go, ooh, it's a little slower. I wasn't feeling it as much this year. I watched Gremlins. Okay. I know we did Gremlins 2 just last year. I don't know remember what I said about Gremlins, but rewatching it again, I was just like, oh, it's slow. Uh yeah, I don't remember what you said either. Maybe I enjoy do I enjoy Gremlins 2 more than I like Gremlins? Uh maybe. maybe I like all did. the wa- I like all the wacky Gremlins. The wacky Gremlins are fun, yeah. <laughs> uh and that's it. Yeah, got got quite a few movies in. Um no real stinker in there though. I mean, even Gremlins, quite slow. It's still it's still good. Like it's definitely it's it's better than some of your other Christmas options. It did. So you're saying it didn't? You didn't turn it off? I gave it three stars. Yeah, it's a three star movie. You know, it's, it's average. That's one of those like, yeah, it's okay. This is this is an okay, it's a perfectly fine movie. So better than Mixed Nuts. Better than Mixed Nuts. Uh, didn't even <laughs> attempt Christmas with the Cranks this year. Uh, I'll save that for next year. I have to, yeah, I have to you re- gotta save save at least one stinker. I, I have to revisit a Tim Allen Christmas movie at least once every other year, just to like, um, you know, y- you never appreciate filet mignon, filet mignon unless you've had a couple of round steaks every now and then. You know, you got pencil them in. Yeah, that's a good point. That is yeah. true. <laughs> um, <laughs> outside of that, I got two other movies in, which which took up quite a bit of my watching time. We watched uh, new to streaming, new to theaters. We watched um, Wonder Woman 1984, the sequel to uh, 2017's Wonder Woman. Uh, Wonder Woman 2017, directed by Patty Jenkins, stars uh, Gal Gadot, uh, Chris Pine, uh, Robin Wright, um, various other people. It is uh, an origin story of sort for Wonder Woman. So this is a continuation of, of the DC universe. Uh, uh, Wonder Woman, we first see her in... Uh, Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice. This is kind of her origin story coming from her island of Amazonians. Uh, sees a uh, World War One spy crash there. She saves him. He takes her to London. We get a little fish out of water story. And then she has to go stop the Great War. Um, was this your first time watching uh, Wonder Woman? It was, yeah. First viewing. Yeah, what did you think? Um, I got to be honest, I was a little underwhelmed. Um. I felt like that movie was very hyped up. 
And I, by the time I got around to seeing it, I think maybe I was expecting a lot more. And I, it was okay. It's okay. I, I agree. This is my first time watching it. I had heard. So I, I have seen Man of Steel. I've seen Batman v Superman. And I just recently watched Justice League. And I think all three of those movies are bad. And I think the reputation Wonder Woman gets is that, no, this is the good one. Right. And yeah. it is better than all three of those movies. But even then, it's just okay. Um, I think that's kind of where the DC universe is, is that you just get an okay movie, but but the other movies are so... Oh, I've also seen Suicide Squad. Uh, I don't know how... Because, like, is Joker part of it? I've also seen Harley Quinn. I don't know if these are all part of the DCU. <laughs> like, are these – is Harley Quinn – is, is does she exist in the Wonder World world? What, or I, Wonder Woman? I – you know, ben I Affleck have no idea. Shows, ben Affleck shows up in the first Suicide Squad, which is the first – so, yeah, I assume these are all connected. Um, Harley Quinn might be the best P- DC movie I've seen. And even that one's just like uh, – that one, I, I can go, oh, that was fun. That was a fun. That was entertaining. Wonder Woman, I just, it's like, oh, it's, man, it's, story-wise, it's kind of a mess. And then, yeah, like, I, the and then where's the Joker fit? I, it's, I, I think, I think um, Joaquin Phoenix's Joker is a standalone, its own thing. Okay. Because I think Jared Leto is the Joker of this world. Okay. But yeah, there I mean, also just there's so much like because then we're getting a Robert Pattinson Batman here within the next year and it's like is so is he replacing Ben Affleck or is this like a whole new offshoot? Oh, who knows? We don't have time to break down the convoluted DC universe. No, that's just exactly Wonder what Woman it is. Alone as a standalone movie, and I'm watching this out of order, so it's not like I'm watching Avengers where I'm like all these things have to connect, like. Wonder Woman, you can just watch. You don't have to watch Aquaman to watch Wonder Woman. You don't have to w- watch Batman v Superman to watch this. It, this is a standalone movie, and as a standalone movie, it's just, it's fine. It's not yeah, It's fine. Here, here's my main. I took a few notes on this. Here's my main thing. Well, I wrote underwhelming because I felt uh, underwhelmed. Lame villain. I felt the oh the villains were so lame. He was so stupid. Yeah. Um, we had I thought that woman with the the face mask was gonna be like, like a like the badass villain and yeah it was just she like, was nothing nothing it, no, and then it turns out like the main villain is just some like old guy old it, yeah it was it was so dumb and then we had these the supporting characters like this uh, Steve's crew you know yeah they were for nothing like no point in them at all. Steven, um, Steven, Wonder Woman could have done this mission alone. Yeah, exactly. Um, we had it did have good action sequences, I thought, and I do think Chris Pine is—he's a charismatic guy. I like Chris Pine. Um, yeah. But my biggest thing, and it's very minor, where the hell do they get off with those accents in in Amazon Land or whatever? What the hell are those accents they're talking? Are they all trying to match Gal Gadot's accent? Yeah, like I, I was so confused. Like, why are they talking in these accents? That we're talking, we're, we're coming from a comic book movie, like or, or a comic book. How how can they translate that? And I and I don't 
I, I've never read a Wonder Woman comic. I really know absolutely nothing about Wonder Woman leading up to this. No, but that was my, with the second I, one. <laughs> I was offended, Mark. Yeah, it is. So I read I read a review of Wonder Woman. It was either Wonder Woman or Wonder Woman 84. And I kind of agree with this is that. I don't think Gal Gadot is a good actress. But I like her in movies. Uh-huh. And someone a review I read was she is akin to like an Arnold Schwarzenegger is that she's not a good actress, but she's like a presence. Like she, she's charismatic. She, she's on screen. Arnold Schwarzenegger just, he talks like Arnold Schwarzenegger, but everyone around him just talks regular. So why not on this Island? Just let everyone just use, the, just be like, this is a weird, it's an Island. It's full of women. Our main lady is Israeli. Everyone else just talks wherever you're from. Somebody has a British accent. Somebody's Robin Wright just talks like Robin Wright. Just everyone just use your normal accent. Yeah. It will be less, It'll be less bothersome if instead of trying to do this like Amazonian, I'm using air quotes for Amazonian uh, accent. Yep, I agree. Yeah, and, you just, know, and Gal, I, I just let her be the one that has the accent because that's her. That's the way she speaks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I've not seen anything else with her. I don't know if she's in much else. I knew nothing of her. But I'm like, oh yeah, that's Wonder Woman. That's fine. She she's yeah. okay. She, she's a fine Wonder Woman. Yeah. Like I buy her like doing the action. Like she's very tall. Uh, you know, she seems like she could throw a kick. I was like, yeah, I yeah, that's fine. She's in like Fast and the Furious and these movies. I was like, yeah, I buy her as like an action. Like you know, yeah, just put her in there and let let her throw some kicks and you know, th- maybe say a line that that is funny or something. Yeah. Yeah. She, she was okay. Yeah. But yeah, that's what I, I thought of Wonder Woman, the original. I was like, okay, so that's it, I guess. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, it is the best DC uh, movie. So, of course, I, I think they announced a sequel immediately after. Uh, of course, all these movies are going to get sequels. Uh, so we go to 2020, uh, Wonder Woman 1984. Um, was supposed to come out uh, in theaters in 2020. It got pushed back, got pushed back because of COVID. Finally, it's announced it will be released on Christmas Day in select theaters and to HBO Max for 30 days. Um, obviously, this was our first time watching Wonder Woman. This is a brand new movie to us. Um, it continues the story. Uh, so the first Wonder Woman takes place uh, during World War One. I. I don't know if they give it a specific year, and I'm not a historian. But well, that puts us right around 1920. Uh, yeah, anywhere between 14 and, and like 23 or something like that. Yeah. So this movie, uh, right there in the title, 1984, we flash forward, let's say 60 some years into the future. Um, Wonder Woman has embraced being Wonder Woman, but also along the way, went to school, got a couple degrees, joined um, an art program. What does she do in this movie? She's a um, she's some sort of a researcher for the Smithsonian, right? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say archaeologist, but that's not. But you know, a Doctor Jones type, right? Yeah, yeah. I I know she gives her like her actual degree. They, 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 there's a spot where her and uh, Kristen um, Wiig, uh, who's in this film, they 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 go back and forth with their uh, what what they study. You know, um, a lot of ologies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so she has embraced that. Uh, she 
working for the Smithsonian comes across a stone that will grant wish. Um, this stone ends up in the hands of Pedro Pascal's character, Max Lord, who wishes to become the stone himself. And he is now the big bad. Uh, Kristen Wiig wishes to become Wonder Woman, uh, unbeknownst to her that she's taking on Wonder Woman's power. Uh, and then she becomes the second bad of this movie. And Wonder Woman wishes to that Chris Pine returns for this movie. So Steve returns to this movie as well. Uh, and then superhero hijinks ensue. Uh, let's just start with the good. What did you like about Wonder Woman 1984? Um, I, you know, I we mentioned before. I think I think uh, Gal Gadot or Gal Gadot. I don't know how to pronounce it. I think it's Gadot. I think, Gadot, I think you pronounce okay. the T. Gal Gadot. I think she's a a fine Wonder Woman. She's yeah. I think she's right for the role. Yeah. So I think that's good. I also think you know re- the return of Chris Pine is good. I really like Chris Pine. Um, and then I. You know, I do think it was a good role for Kristen Wiig. She she was cast in a in a good role for her. Uh-huh. Um, uh, yeah, I mean, I got a lot of negatives with this movie. I'm going to be completely honest, Mark. And I, and I was writing down some of what I thought was good. And that was about all I could come up with was the cast was okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, to piggyback off that, I, I do like... I, I like Gal Gadot and Chris Pine together. I, I, I like that. I wish these movies were something different because there are a, there, there are parts of the first one and parts of the second one that I was like, that's the movie. Uh, I just wrote down uh, Steve trying on clothes. Yep. I enjoy I like that scene. I was like, yeah, that's what it, the first one should have been a fish out of water that she was this Amazonian who lived on an island. She shows up to 1920 London and, you know, while trying to save the war it's also her having to deal with like you know modern time you know modern for 1920 and they don't really do a lot of that like there was like i don't know 30 seconds of that in the first one and then the same thing for this one steve is now in 1984 and it really is just 30 seconds of like here he, you know here's him trying on clothes here's her pointing out an airplane in a trash can and then that's it and then he, he's cool yeah yep. and i was like yeah the, the movie should be different it hit you know um uh, so I like that. Uh, I, I did like Kristen, Kristen Wiig in this. Uh, I always find because of her SNL background and maybe her own bridesmaids, when she shows up in things like this or like the Martian, it always is like a little bit of like a shock at first, but she's fine in these movies. And so, it, yeah. It, yeah, she was good in this. Uh, like it kind of worked her like Kristen Wigginess, like the kind of the, the comedic stuff she brings to the beginning and then turning into, you know, then becomes the, the villain of of the the film uh pedro pascal you know he he is in this movie i i will say that i i don't think he's bad uh i have more problems i guess with his character than anything he's doing yeah you know i actually have him in red ink he's in my negative side okay i think i just i, I don't know if it was him i just the whole max lord thing i'm like what is going on with this dude yeah yeah I, and we'll get into the negatives um yeah, so that that's uh that's the good. Okay, what didn't you like about One Woman 1984? Well, I mean, let's start with the obvious. It was way too fucking long. That's my number one note before the movie even started. I have one note before that, and then my note behind this is this is two and a half hour runtime. It was insane, and 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 the, and here's the reason why. And you know, Avengers has gotten away with like other comic movies have gotten away with long runtimes. Yes. But that's because they hit you in the face with action over and over and over. 
this movie was so boring and the action sequences were so few and far between that it just elongated you know the torture for me i mean the first action sequence i could think of that was worth anything was the the chase scene in uh egypt and that's an hour and a half into the film and you know funny you mentioned that you know uh, Diana Prince was pulling off her best Dr. Jones because I'm watching that accent sequence and I'm like, this is ripped straight out of Indiana Jones and Raiders of the Lost Ark. I was like, this is a stolen scene. This is no, There's nothing original about this scene at all. I, watching this movie, I, I didn't think Indiana Jones, but watching this, there was a scene that they, they do and I go, oh, that's, I, I can't think of the Marvel movie and I can't think of the scene, but even watching the first one, I was like, Oh, this is like Captain America Winners. This is like the first Avenger. And, oh, this is like Thor. This is like the first Thor. It just seems like yeah. they, they borrow like direct scenes from other movies. Yeah. And, and, and so watching the original too, like since we're talking about the action sequences, like watching the original, I really like the action sequences in that. But the whole time I'm thinking, oh man, I wish you'd use that rope thing more. And now we're into Wonder Woman 84 and we finally get, you know, when an action sequence is finally happening, way too much of that rope thingy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I, I, I thought the action was just bad. It, uh, to me, like, it was silly. It looked like crap. It was just, like, some of the worst, you know, on-screen action I have ever seen for a comic book movie. Watching the beginning, so two and a half hour runtime, which is where, where we started, the opening of this movie is it's 10 minutes long and it's a race and it's so long. It's, and it is, it is just people riding horses for 10 minutes, Yeah. but then, and then you, then it goes to 1984 and there's a mall robbery and that is, it looks awful and it's slapsticky and zany. Like I, I wrote, it, it looked like a, like a home alone three I, i've never yeah. seen home alone three but that's what i picture i picture french stewart getting hit with a with a large mallet and like spinning around while doing like a whoa 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 <laughs> that's what these guys were doing it was yeah it was just oh that was torture it was it's so weird because like the, the beginning so like oh it's like okay so this is like a zanier maybe more kid-friendly movie but then you have this part where christian week's character um what, what's her name barbara um Minerva, Minerva, uh-huh. yeah, Minerva, yeah. Like kicks the crap out of this like drunkard. And I was like, oh, that's kind of a violent scene. It just like totally like the action. Yeah. And then the fight scenes between Wonder Woman and and Cheetah are are just don't look good. So is that her? Is that her comic book villain name, Cheetah? Yes. Okay. I I was like, what is her? What is her comic book name? I couldn't figure it out. That's a thing that happens in this movie where um, I watch this with closed caption. I just I watch it late at night and I want to turn it up to last. I watch it with closed caption. In both movies, she's never referred to as Wonder Woman and and Barbara right. is never referred to as Cheetah. But the uh, closed caption just says, "Oh, Wonder Woman, this is her talking. Cheetah's talking." Okay. Um, when so I guess we're kind of spoiling this movie. I mean, I guess people shouldn't. Kristen Wiig is the villain. Uh, we've already said that. Is, is she, she though? Plays... I'm so confused on who the villain is, Mark. 
she fights she fights Wonder Woman at one point. Uh, and she does so under the character Cheetah. But she shows up as a cat. And I'm like, yeah. what? We don't hear her wish to be a cat. So I think that's one of those things like, oh, well, you have to know that. Like, she shows up. I'm like, if, if I didn't know that her character was named Cheetah just from reading what I read, that Kristen Wiig was playing Cheetah in, like, the, um, you know, internet websites, you know, m- movie news. Like, oh, Kristen Wiig's been cast as the villain Cheetah. Like, did, did you... Uh, you don't read that stuff. So when she showed no. up as a cat, what was your reaction? I was, I was, uh, well, so I, I thought when she was on the airplane with, um, what's his name? Uh, Max Lord. She, with Max Lord. And she said something about, I want, like she wished to be an apex predator. Yeah. And and then he's like, your wish is granted or uh, whatever. And I'm like, Oh, is her, is her comic book name apex? Cause that's a pretty cool name for a villain. Yeah, well, so she she goes, yeah, I want to be something different. I want to be an apex predator. And he actually says, go on. And then it cuts. And so I think then we're, if you're a comic book person and you know that she's playing the character Cheetah, you, my assumption is that she then wished to become a Cheetah. Okay. Yeah, so. Yeah, he looks at her and says, go on. And then it cuts. And then next time we see her, she is a cat. But Leading up to it, I didn't know she had an affinity for cats. Me either. It, she's not like Catwoman, like where it's like, oh, she had a lot of cats around her. She she had a love for cheetahs. She she waxed poetically about cheetahs. You know, I I feel like her character kind of got uh, kind of got Darth Mauled. <laughs> so like like she had this development, and other than the scene where she does that really dark beating the guy in the street. Yeah. Which, if this wasn't such like a goofy, like loopy movie leading before and after that, that would be kind of a cool scene and show like her development as a supervillain. Yes. But like her development is is cool. Like she's like, I like it. And and I'm like, okay. And then she shows up as a cat. I'm like, okay. Well, I guess maybe a cat thing could be an apex predator because then I had right. that whole apex thing going in my head. Yeah, that's what you were. Yeah. Yeah, and then and then it was fine, but. But then that just led into another really shitty fight scene. Yes. And and then it was over. And I was like, okay, they Darth Mauled her. Like, we had this really cool character, possible. Who's gone now? Yeah. Who's gone now? Yeah. Did everyone? Okay. So we're full on spoilers for this movie. Uh, so yeah, if, definitely. <laughs> if you don't want to, if you don't want to hear how this ends, um, I think Mike and I's recommendation is that this isn't a very good movie. We'll just give that to you now. But if you yeah. kind of just want to hear more discussion continue listening so max lord becomes the the wish stone and in order to defeat him people need to renounce their wishes does everyone need to renounce their wish or is that just how you turn it back man mark i'm so confused with this movie i assume we're getting a third wonder woman or we're getting more justice league or we're getting something Kristen wig should have been the one person not to renounce her her wish right yeah that yeah. she's she refuses to renounce. She is now just a cheetah woman, and she is now the villain. Because you're right. She she really wasn't that villainous. Her thing was that she just liked what she became and briefly wanted to stop it for all of ten minutes of the movie. Yeah, I agree. And then got beat up by Wonder Woman. Her becoming a cat too is one of the dumbest. Here is how a villain is created thing. Um. She's this nerdy science woman. 
She wishes to be more like Diana Prince, who, unbeknownst to her, is Wonder Woman. So she gains all of Wonder Woman's powers. She can walk in heels. Men are now attracted to her. But then she also gains Wonder Woman's powers. So now you're as strong as Wonder Woman. This idea of, like, what else do you want? I'd like to become a cat. Yeah, th- there was no... There was like she needed her own origin story. She needed her own. It shouldn't have been tied to Max Lord at all. She she yeah. is just a woman who somehow became a cat. And, but then but then I'm like, okay, well, we already have a cat woman in the DC universe, don't we? Yeah, we yeah. It, it's so bizarre and just and maybe you know if I knew the Wonder Woman, you know, comics, maybe it all makes sense to me. And but, maybe it does, but as a movie, it, it I I think it relies too much on that. Like you should just be able to. I, I've never read a a Captain America comic, but I get those like I get it. I get who Steve Rogers is. I and when they show up a villain, I was like, okay, I get this. I get this guy's motive. I understood how he became a villain. Yeah. This, you know, when a guy just show when a woman just shows up as a cat, I'm like, why? Explain it a little bit. And you could yeah, just throw in a little scene where like, oh, she's obsessed with cats. Exactly. Yeah. In the beginning of the movie, she says she's a zoo, cryptozoologist. I don't know. Yeah, just decorate her uh, office in a bunch of cheetah stuff and have her have her one one scene where Diana walks in, looks at something, and then Kristen Wiig's just like, "Oh, I love cheetahs. They're they're, they're the perfect apex predator." Yeah, they're they're really fast and shit. Yeah, and then you know, and then you fast forward <laughs> four hours later into this movie, and she goes, "I wish to be an apex predator," and we go, "Oh yeah, in the first the first two hours of the movie, she said that one thing." So. That makes sense. She's going to become a cheater for some weird reason. Yeah, some some sort of uh, yeah. They needed to allude to it somewhere. I just yeah, maybe uh, it was on a cutting room floor somewhere. Uh, yeah, and then and then the end of the movie, you know. So this I think from the first one also suffered from. Kristen Wiig was the more interesting villain, like Max Lord, and then how he's defeated. I just was like, this is this is dumb. Yeah. That speech and then the, the 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 montage of like cutting to the different people renouncing their wishes and just weird scenes of like sad boys in the street. I just couldn't I, I couldn't wrap my mind around like who's the bad guy? Are we talking about Max Lord? Are we talking about Kristen Wick? Are we talking about an inanimate rock? And I, I just don't understand that the whole like I don't get the science and mystery behind this rock. Uh, right, yeah. You really I don't Max understand Lord. it. Max Lord, he, I guess his most villainous thing was that he was greedy, but it didn't seem like he had, like, nefarious wants. It's not like he wanted to end the world. He just wanted a bunch of stuff for himself. Yeah. So, really, yeah. So, The Rock was the villain? It, it was so convoluted. And not Dwayne Johnson. That that would have been a cool villain. At least it would have been a person. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it really was just a stone, which we find out in the beginning is a fake stone. It's made out of a, a fake material. And then another thing that I just couldn't under... I, I Was that whole, like, the return of Steve? Yeah. What? So, it wasn't Chris Pine, but it was Chris Pine? I don't fucking understand what was going on there. So the rock has the power to create a wall in Egypt instantly. But for some reason, Steve had to come back as the spirit of Steve possessed another man's body. Why couldn't Steve just be created whole cloth? Because this rock's so powerful. It could have just brought Steve back. But but only she could see Steve. 
Yeah, because he looked like a different guy. Like so when he looks in the mirror, when she first sees him in the the party, he's a different guy. Steve is just like possessing him. Yeah, it was. Steve says like, he woke up. You know, he remembers dying, and then he remembers waking up in that guy's apartment. Right. Such a weird choice. For, like, yeah, like just just have Steve script. show up. Yeah, just because, have him show up somewhere. I mean, we we're already bringing a guy back from the dead. We're, exactly. You know, we're yeah. doing all this other crazy shit with this rock. Why can't he just like show up, be Terminator beaten. style? Yeah. Naked yeah. in the streets, he has to borrow someone's clothes and motorcycle. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. There, there's this movie was it, it was it's just a mess, and I think we said we liked the performances, and it looks okay. Like some parts of it, it, it really just the story writing. This it's just it's nonsense. It is, and, and there's just these weird, there's weird, like, plot points and stuff that, like, the whole super armor, like, the super armor got, like, four minutes of screen time, and really, yeah. it didn't live up to its standard that they set. Oh, that's just, that was, that's selling an action figure. Yeah, it, that's, that's true. Buying and, Wonder Woman the doll, and then you can get Wonder Woman with the, the gold armor. Because, yeah, it doesn't do anything. She and, has it. It gets yeah. destroyed in about four minutes, and then she's just Wonder Woman again. Yep. And then, and then there's this like, I mean, let's talk about the title. It's called Wonder Woman '84. I feel like the studio said, "Hey, '80s are hot right now. Have you guys seen Stranger Things?" Yeah. We need an '80s action movie because I feel like it was an '80s movie for for the title and the one montage scene. Where Steve is trying on the clothes, which is yeah. hilarious. But other than that, it is bullshit. Oh, and I guess we needed like a nuclear weapons threat. Yeah, I guess like, that's. So it, it's a movie, it's set in the 80s, but instead of the fun part of the 80s, it's like the worst part of the 80s, which is just like nuclear war and oil fields. Yeah, Cold War. Trouble yeah, in the Middle East. And oil in the Middle East, yeah. Yeah, I was like, no, we want. Stranger Things 80s. We want malls and music and bad fashion. and yeah. we, we got that fun little montage, and that was it. That, I mean, what a waste of an of an 80s-titled movie ever. And I yeah. do feel like it was like, hey, we got to get on this 80s train that's happening right now. People can argue that Die Hard isn't a uh, Christmas movie because you can watch it any time. Or that the actions of Die Hard can happen. It doesn't have to take place in Christmas. This could have been set at Fourth of July in a bit exact same movie. This didn't have to be 1984. It could have been. You could have set this in any decade. The, the plot of the movie would have been exactly the same. Yep. The 80s had not. Yeah, and I wish they would have leaned more into it. Um. Yeah, just have Steve and Diane like Steve having to get used to the 80s and just have a lot of fun 80s things happening. Uh, yeah, they, yeah, they was, wasted it. They wasted that whole 80s thing. Uh, yeah, speaking of being gone, the, the last note I have is um, it, it, it kind of has the first one. I don't understand Wonder Woman's powers. I don't understand the rules of Wonder Woman. Yeah, and you know that's that's why I think maybe I'm so confused with both these movies is is I don't get the I don't get her mythos. Yeah. Um, we have we have some weird Greek mythology tie-in. Um. But then the whole time I'm like, well, in the first movie, she got a letter from Bruce Wayne. And so, like, oh, so we're in Gotham. We, you know, we got we got a yeah. Bruce Wayne connection. He's a real-world kind of superhero. So that's one. So she shows up in Batman vs. Superman, which comes out before Wonder Woman. 
And so the beginning part of the first Wonder Woman takes place after she has met Bruce Wayne. She gets that letter, which is the picture of Steve. And then we flash back to her meeting back to the past. Right. Yeah. And so like Superman exists in the world and even Superman who can do everything. I get it though. Like the rules are defined with Superman. He can do everything. His weakness is kryptonite. Yes. He's he's an alien from another planet. Yeah. So easy. Like so easy. Yeah. And even, so, okay. She is the daughter of Zeus half. So she's like Hercules and they have Hercules in the Marvel world. And so I get it. Okay. She's super fast. She's super strong. She has the bracelets, which block bullets. And then she has the lasso of truth and she's a great fighter. I get all that stuff, but then she can fly when she wants. She can jump really far when she wants. In this movie, she can make a plane invisible just by doing it. In the first movie, she's fighting Ares and he throws a bunch of stuff at her and she can just hold her arms out and the stuff freezes. It's all over the map of like, well, what are your powers? Yeah, it is. It's confusing. Yeah. It, it, is she bulletproof? If she is, Superman doesn't have to block bullets. He just takes them. But she blocks them with so I, I, when they're shooting at her, I, I never feel like, oh, is she in danger right now? Does she have to block these with her bracelets or do they just bounce off her body? And then all of a sudden, this one, she's got that head thing that's like a boomerang. Yeah. Does that do anything or is that just <laughs> part of the uniform? Yeah, man. I don't even know. And I know like in the in the show Wonder Woman, like the 70s, like she had an invisible jet. I knew, I, I knew that was part of Wonder Woman's ether. But then if she can fly, why does she need the jet? And then she can just, like, touch things and make them invisible? But she only does that once to make the jet invisible? Like, I feel like that's a power she should use a lot. Yeah, she should have made a lot of things invisible. <laughs> yeah. She just snuck around so many places just by making things invisible. Uh, Yeah, like, so not only is the plot, but even just their main character. I don't feel like they have a grasp of what Wonder Woman is. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, what did this do better than the first Wonder Woman? Uh, you know, they may. I guess they did more rope, more rope in the fights. You asked for more rope, and they gave you more rope. Mike wants more lasso of truth. He gets more lasso of truth. Yeah. Back to uh, too much lasso of truth. They gave uh, Steve a fanny pack. I enjoyed that. American. Oh, it's American issue. That was hilarious. That that part was great. It really yeah. was. Um, I did like Kristen as much, even though that she was only a villain for like five minutes of the movie. At least she was a better villain than the first movie had. Yeah, and and, and that on you know on the side of the cast, like they you know we had Steve's crew, which were a waste in the first one, unfortunately. Yeah. But they didn't even like address anything like that in this one. They're like, okay, we're not going to have these erroneous characters that do nothing. I did appreciate that. We'll yeah, just, no, just Steve, Diana, that's it. That's all they. Yep. That's all you need. Yep. Uh, what did what did this do worse? What, what what did the first Wonder Woman get right that this one didn't? Um. Well, I mean, the action was better in the first one, and more of it. Um, the, the action scenes weren't 
just it was just weird in this. So I, I liked, would say the action was better. Yeah. Um, and really, the one action I really liked in the first one was uh, when they're in the trenches, and then she charges the the, the German trench. I liked that. And yeah. so, I actually, I like World War One as a setting for a movie, for a superhero movie. I kind of like when they – I wish that, that the movie was just a World War One movie starring Wonder Woman. Uh. But then, like the third, the, the the last part of the movie. But then that would just be looking. a retelling of Captain America. Yeah, that is World true. World War Two. But I liked, movie. but I liked Captain America. <laughs> it worked. It worked. I'm not gonna be when it comes to comic book movies. I'm not gonna be like, oh, well, Hercules did it. That's what. Why does that sound weird? His name's Hercules, right? Uh, Thor. Thor. Yes. Okay. I was like, why does that sound weird coming out of it? Oh, yes, Thor. I would not be like, hey, Thor did it first. I was like, yeah. Do it again. You're making a comic book movie. I don't care. They're, they're all the kind of the same to me, anyways. Except when they're really bad like this, where now it stands out. Like Captain America was a World War II movie. Wonder Woman, you're a World War One movie. <laughs> uh, but yeah, then it turned just to, you know, that just the ending is so weird and just com like CGI. Like we're just gonna fight on tarmac. It's like, well, this has nothing to do with World War One. Now, okay, now this is just a big god battle. Yep, and yeah, you know, uh, we got Doctor Poison. Uh, who cares? Let's just forget about her. Yep, she shows up. Wonder Woman can throw a tank on her if she wants. She decides not to. We don't know what we, we don't know what becomes of Doctor Poison. Nope. And uh, her face wasn't that scary under that prosthetic. Oh, that's that's kind of gross. It was just it was just it wasn't could have been more could have been scarier. I think. Yeah. Some cool stuff there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, second nose. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think it comes off as like, oh, she, yeah, she had a second nose from like her weird experiments. Um, Wonder Woman 1984. Would you like to see a sequel? I, I assume we're getting a sequel. I, I read or I heard maybe on the radio the other day that it is greenlit. Patty Jenkins is writing and directing. Yeah. So it's a go. It is weird that like Patty. So, I also just, heard that half of the HBO Max subscribers watch this movie on Christmas Day. Oh yeah, I I I I believe it. I, and yeah, you know, good or bad, like I don't know this. I think this thing got a lot of bad reviews, but I, I think at the end of the day, it, that's what's important, right? People watched it. Yeah, that's the thing. People did watch it, and 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 good for them for doing the HBO Max thing. I know, you know. I've heard mixed reviews on on them doing that or why not, but I think it's great. Yeah, if they can justify the cost, you know, I don't, I'm not gonna pretend that I care or I understand the inside Hollywood aspect of like what, how they handle their money. If between the studio and a streaming service, if they if they if the money works for them, that they go, this was a worthwhile venture for us, then good. And if it gave them enough confidence that they can sink another hundred million dollars into a third movie, that's good. I mean, maybe it's not good that, you know, that's the hundred million dollar movies or, you know, the next big blockbuster are going to be more Wonder Woman's. But at least this shows that if there's enough hype, people will tune into a streaming service to watch a movie. Yeah. And yeah. you know what? They will they will make up for it the coming years you know it, it's they're, they're gonna be fine yeah 
That being said, are you excited to watch a new Wonder Woman? No. Do you hope Patty Jenkins gets it right a third a third go? I I, I couldn't be least you know less curious about. It. I just both these movies did nothing for me. I don't you know I, I think for the show we're definitely gonna have to do it. Definitely yeah. have to watch it. But I I'm I mean not, if it's streaming why not? Yeah. I am not interested at all. Yeah, it is interesting. You know, I mean, it. it I, I think I saw the same news. Yeah, greenlit. Patty Jenkins writing, directing. I, I, maybe critics think differently. Maybe this was highly rated. I, from what I saw online, from what what I walked away, I was like, these aren't good movies. I kind of wish it went into someone else's hands just to give someone else a different crack at it. Yeah. See what it, you could do with this character. I don't know. The first one was highly reviewed, right? I believe so, yeah. I, I just am like, why? Man, this thing was hyped up, and people tell me how great it was, and the internet's telling me how great it was, and I watched it, and I just was like, man, maybe you got to be a real Wonder Woman fan to, to get this. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and I, I do wonder, is this one of those, it's highly rated because everyone agreed it was a C? Maybe so. Yeah. Uh, let's let's see what it got on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, which of course, yeah, just you know, 93% on Rotten Tomatoes. It doesn't wow. feel like a 93% movie. Oh. That being said, if or, if my vote counted, I would have gave it a positive review just because I would have been like, yeah, it's fine. It's it's a it's a two and a half star movie. It's it's perfectly average superhero movie. Maybe a little long. Yeah, I agree with you there. Yep. And so that would have counted as like a positive review. That's true. That's true. But these movies really feel more like a 50% movie. And then this one, this one's worse. I, I think this is more of a, you know, this I would just say is not a good film. Yeah, I, I would not give this a positive at all. The first one, yeah, I would have given it a, edged it towards the positive side of the scale. Yeah. So Wonder Woman 1984 on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh, so the first one, 93%. Uh, second one, 61%. Okay, well, at least. Which at seems least high, but for yeah. What, what we've seen, at least with the Marvel superhero movies, is like a bad superhero movie gets still gets like 65 percent. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. And, so. And yeah. Make boo-boo bucks. Would I, you, I, you see know, a, I'm more interested in uh, maybe a spinoff on that uh, that that shopping mall store that's a black market. Oh yeah. Like I want to know more about that. I, I want to. What's uh, what do they got back there? Who are they selling it to? Who's buying it? Uh, that kind of thing. That, that's the kind of thing I'm down with. Yeah. How, how did Max Lord get turned on to that? You know, like, yeah. Like, yeah. And, and why didn't, why didn't Diana Prince know more about it? I mean, if she's, I mean, that would have been a better movie, right? Like she, she's, she's seeing like antiquities, like maybe disappearing from places. She would have her thumb on that, you know, that, you know, finger on that pulse being working for the Smithsonian and stuff. Like she's, She's trying to figure out where all this stuff is going. Maybe the the museum's being, you know, you know, robbed. You know, mysteriously things are disappearing from the museum, and and like, oh, we're gonna, where's this stuff going? Oh, well, it's getting funneled into this black market. Well, who's running this black market? Maybe that's Max Lord, and he's, I don't know, I don't know, Mark. Yeah, I I feel the all superhero movies I think could be better served by lowering the stakes. That not everything needs to be an end of the world god battle to end everything. Yeah. Is that this could have been yeah a fun investigative movie that yeah she, she has put on her detective hat 
I don't know if that's what Wonder Woman does, but, you know, she fights crime and that, yeah, the antiques, rare antiques are getting stolen. She has to figure out why. Perhaps there is a stone that could grant wishes that she has to track down and make sure it doesn't end up in the wrong hands. And then at the end, you know, the guy gets the power, but she stops him. But really, it's just, nope, there's a stone that exists. He gets his hands on the stone right away. And now it just turns into an end of the world, you know, nuclear wars on the brink and turns into a big God battle. World's always ending. Yeah, like in all these movies, it's the world's always in danger. It's like no, sometimes it could just be you have to stop this guy because he he plans on doing something evil, but you stop him before he gets there. Yeah. Um. Would you like to see? Has this piqued your interest in Wonder Woman enough that you'd like to see Wonder Woman remade? Does she need the Batman treatment where you just get a new Batman every two years? Ah, uh, you know, I, I I just am not. I'm not real down with Wonder Woman right now. I don't think it's done enough for me to be like, okay, let's, uh, yeah, let's get a new, uh, new Wonder Woman vehicle here. Yeah, let's let's get the gritty Wonder Woman. This isn't your older sister's Wonder Woman. Yeah, let's get the Christopher Nolan Wonder Woman. Yeah, just dark and Hans Zimmer doing the score. Speaking the, oh, of the I, score, that wait, did he do the score for this? He did. He did. Okay, yeah. And the music is awesome, especially kind of like. That Wonder Woman action music. I do Wonder like, I do enjoy it. You know, let's put down the positive. I like the Wonder Woman theme. Yeah, it's so cool. I wish they'd use it more. I, I, they play it and then it ends. I'm like, oh man, why don't they crank that up through the whole action scene? It's so cool. Yes, yeah. I, the, the music is, uh, is good in this. Do you need to see the first Wonder Woman to watch Wonder Woman 1984? Uh, yeah, I think you. I think you kind of do. Uh, well, maybe, you know, I was so, so confused on how Steve returned. Like, maybe not. Maybe it doesn't matter. Yeah, if you don't care too much about who Steve, the backstory of Steve, I don't think you really need need it because you don't, they don't really explain anything. I guess that watch scene would be confusing if you didn't see the first one. Yeah, I mean, I think, like, maybe you got to knowing who, who Steve is and, and why he's not yeah. alive might help but maybe yeah <laughs> uh and then finally uh wonder woman 1984 do we need it <sighs> i dislike this so bad i'm gonna say no we didn't need it yeah I, I i saw a lot of negative reviews and i i, I know comic book movies can be um very you know, people have very strong opinions about them, especially the DC ones. I was like, oh, it can't be this bad. I saw, you know, when it comes to the internet, uh, people tweet about movies. There, there's only two modes, which is the movie's either a masterpiece or the worst movie you've ever seen in your life. Yeah, yeah. I was like, those movies are somewhere in the middle. And I was like, it, it can't be that bad. And I just watched it. I was like, no, this is bad. This, th- there's not a lot of redeemable qualities, or at least the first one. The first one, if someone was watching it if i went over to a family member's house for a holiday and they had it on i wouldn't be disgusted right <laughs> we're like if they were watching one of them i'm like what's wrong with you you know i can confidently say that if it wasn't for needing to see it for the show i would have turned this movie off i i, I agree i think i would have stopped about halfway through this movie and just been like nope nope this is bad i i mean we we looked at each other multiple times watching him like, what are we doing? Why is this oh, still going? And it doesn't help that these runtimes are two and a half hours long. Yeah, it's insane. 
Yeah. Uh, uh, I, I do have one more negative note. Uh, Linda Carter does have a cameo in this movie. <laughs> she played, of course, Wonder Woman in the uh, the television show Wonder Woman. Yeah. Uh, she has a name. It, it is, uh, I assume, Greek from like the Greek mythology. Uh, someone says that's a that's a very beautiful name, and she says it's from my culture, which is just a weird sentence for anyone to say. Yeah. About their name. It's from yes. my culture. So she apparently plays the person who wore the gold armor. Yeah, she is the uh, yeah whoever that great warrior Styria was. Styria or Styria or something like that. And then, are we supposed to take anything from that? No, or I think he was like just like you know what, let's pay tribute. Okay, it's to not the, that. The, oh, this this character now is alive in the same timeline. Is she like the next villain to step up, or was just oh we're gonna get Linda Carter to show up? Yeah, I think they just got Linda Carter to go on to get on scene, you know? Okay. And they're like, All hey, right. let's do this. Why not? I didn't know That's if I was supposed to read to it or not. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Wonder Woman 94, I just, I, I, not great. It, you know, I'm glad a lot of people watched it, but I do wish that this would have been a big event where millions of people tuned in and it was, we all walked away. It was like, wow, that was great. Movies are still alive. We can still watch movies. But, uh, you know, of course we're still going to watch movies. It's just, that sucks that the, that this was just bad. Yeah, I wish it would have fixed 2020 for us. <laughs> you know, if it was, and who knows, maybe this movie's going to suck. I don't think it's going to. But if it was like December 25th, we're releasing Top Gun Maverick, I feel like a million people would have watched, millions of people would have watched it, and we all would have been like, that movie fucking rocked. Yep. Damn right, we would have. <laughs> and maybe it would have sucked, but I have a lot of faith in Top Gun Maverick. You know, oh, yeah. Maybe the new ball, like, you know, just one of these movies I, I, I was more looking forward to. I wish it was one of those movies that got the uh, the big Christmas day. Hey, we're going to try this experiment of releasing a th- this just free to everybody who, who subscribes. Yeah, I, I, I think. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a great a great thing they did, but it missed. And I guess, you know, Disney, Plus, I guess Soul was that, although I don't feel like it had as much. Hype as the HBO Max Wonder Woman uh, behind it. That's true. That's true. I did put Soul on my watch list, so maybe I'll have. Yeah. And I don't watch cartoons, so I, I'm sure I'm sure it is great. I'm sure all these Pixar movies are amazing. I, I just I don't watch cartoon movies. I will get around to it what one day. One yeah yeah yeah. And I'm sure I'll love it. I'm sure I'll be like, oh, <laughs> this is great. I just have a hard time throwing them on. I, I have a hard time pressing play. I do too, uh, but when I when I do push play on those, I end up like when I watched Onward, I just like and this is amazing. Yeah, uh, you know now Pixar movie like Spider Man into the Spider Verse. That's probably my favorite superhero movie now. That one took uh, me a while to, to hit play on too. Yeah. Yeah, and I really liked it. Moana, I, it took me years. I will watch. I go, oh, yeah, that's really good. That that that's a fun Disney movie. That as an adult man, I like it. Uh, and then Pixar movies, you know, like I really liked Up, but that's the last one I saw. So well, I'll see Soul one day. One day you will. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that'll do it for Wonder Woman 1984. If you have thoughts on Wonder Woman 1984, DC, um, if you want to tell us that this is a big conspiracy, that, that DC movies don't get their fair shake with the critics, uh, you can write us at dbdgpodcast.gmail.com. I don't have to tell you. I, I don't know why this franchise can't figure it out. They're, yeah, uh, they're just trying. They're trying to emulate. That's the problem. Is it Zack Snyder? Do we blame him? 
I don't know why people are so excited for a Snyder Cut. I do not want to see a four-hour Justice League movie. Well, it's going to be in four parts, though. So, like, I mean, I guess after it's all released, you could watch four hours straight. Uh, oh, is that what they're, they're doing four, like, episodes? Yeah, it's like four episodes, yeah. I'm going to end up watching it, but, man, Justice League was really bad. Man, what? I'm not going to watch Justice League. I'm just going to watch the Snyder Cut. What if it's so rad? What if I am maybe, just blown away? You know, maybe it is the godfather of a, of, <laughs> of a comic book movie. And who knows, man, maybe his cut was so good. And for whatever reason, after, you know, and uh, of course he had to leave the filming of the, the film, I think because of a family tragedy. And maybe the guy who took over, Joss Whedon, just ruined it so bad from what he had filmed. Does, I, did I, HBO buy DC? Or, or something like that. Warner Brothers. Oh, oh Warner, I think okay, Warner there Brothers. was a a buy a merging of some sorts between HBO, Warner Brothers, and like Comcast or AT and T or so. You know, there's like a cellular company that that that's the the parent of all this, yeah. but because owns Warner Brothers and HBO. Because I did read, maybe it's already happened, and it's this is exciting news um, for me, and it should be for anyone else, but. The uh, Batman animated series and uh, Beyond Batman are going to be on HBO Max. Oh, so, yeah, they, they do have all that, that. When you go to the bottom of your HBO Max, they have those other channels, and one of them is DC. Yeah, uh, so, and that, like, I love the animated series. I still watch it, um, but I have old DVDs, and they don't scale really well in the new TVs. Mm. I mean, they're very old DVDs. So I'm like, yeah, let's watch Max and, you know, scale yeah. up HD streaming. There you go. Yeah, it'll be there. And that that Batman the anime series is awesome. It's so good. Yep. I want I I I'm not like a big Mar like Marvel. I think those movies are good. I'm not a big superhero fan. Like, but I watch the movies and they're really good. I'm rooting for DC to be good because I, out of all the superheroes, Batman is my favorite one. And I oh, love those yeah, movies. And I want the Robert Pattinson movie to be really good because I want these movies to be good. I want all movies to be good. I don't you know, like wasting I don't, my time. I don't read a ton of comics. I read some. Um, if you look at my my comic collection, you know, I I buy like the compendiums. Um, yeah. I don't buy individual issues, but they're all Batman and yeah. watch like in a few like offshoots. Most of them being DC or Vertigo. Like I don't have a single. Maybe I have one Marvel. But. Yeah, I, I'm looking at mine. I I have a few X Men like uh, collections, and then the, the rest are just Batman. Like I. I Batman is, is cool, and so I want all these. Like, yeah, yeah I, I want Wonder Woman to be a good movie. I want Aquaman. I guess I'm going to have to watch Aquaman one of these days uh, to, just yeah. so I can, complete, I can complete the set. Yeah. you got to um, get them all in, man. Yeah, this, this is my sacrifice I make. But, you know, I, but then I cleanse it all with a, with a showing of Uncle Buck, and all is right with the world. Yep, yep. Just got to watch a man flip a giant pancake with a snow shovel, and you're good. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah uh that'll do it for this week um we're going into 2021 when you hear this it'll be 2021 but then we're actually gonna start a 2021 slate i don't know if we have anything on uh on the schedule we'll get something uh yeah, we'll, we'll keep, keep going some looking here they keep making sequels we're gonna keep watching them uh so until then uh it's been don't be that guy guy to sequel remakes bundle up out there it's cold uh, that's just a trash can it's just a trash can yeah yeah, yeah.